16 stone is the dis- oh, I'll start again. No, you got to keep it now. There's, there's no restarting. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. 16 stone is the debut studio album by English rock band. Bush. Released on 6th of the December 1994 by Trauma and Interscope Records. It became the band's most popular album, peaking at number one, number four on the US Billboard 200 and boasting numerous hit singles. 16 Stone was recorded in January 1994 at Westway Records in London and produced by Clive Lager and Alan Winstanley. Lead singer Gavin Rossdale initially wanted Steve Albini uh, to produce, but he, he produced their follow-up album, Razorblade Suitcase, uh, but they couldn't get him for this record. So um, Rossdale stated that the reason 16 Stones released through trauma was delayed for a year was the label's distributor, Hollywood Records, thought the record contained no singles and no album tracks. In other words, they thought it was totally shit. Uh, 16 Stone received mostly positive feedback from music critics. Q wrote that Bush make a carefully honed post-grunge sound that fits perfectly alongside American counterparts like Stone Temple Pilots or Live. Ah, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing to say, Brad. What do you think? Mm. What do you you like the opening song of this one? What do you think? Everything's in. I'm here. It's it's not all about Dan. Um, You're present. I'm here to listen I, to I'm, you. I'm, 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 I'm present and accountable for. Tick the role. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm I was jumping truly, into feeling truly song. blessed. I feel blessed that I you're think... here, Brad. I, feel, I just really appreciate that you're here, and I want to hear what you have to say. We are, we are all blessed. We've made it to I've just, 2022. I just want to I just, I'll just cut in for a second. I just want to say how much I mm. appreciate you and that you know, you're here and I'm here to listen to you. I just really, really treasure your opinions. So please, please get started. Uh, oh, I just wanted to say I think you're a cunt. <laughs> I think I, I have to stay up, have to stay up late that? at night and, and talk about albums that change the world with someone who doesn't appreciate good music. I hear what you're saying and I take it in and I accept your cunt. Comments. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Mm. Please continue. Excellent. Um, I, I just, just break in for a second there. I just if I just say <laughs> something first. Go right ahead. Mm. Yeah, go right ahead. No, I'm listening. I was just kidding. Go ahead. You're listening. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. Uh, everything's if I could in. Just stop you there. If I could just if stop you, could you just... there, Brad. <laughs> How long is this episode going for? <laughs> Let me regale you with the tale. <laughs> What's on your mind, Brad? Um, 16 Stone and Gavin Rosdale's beautiful hair and his wonderful oh, voice. He's got he's a, a voice. a beautiful man. He's got a voice like velvet mixed with a hint of glycerine. You see what I did there? Mm, that's the title of a song in Bush. I think you're being very is it? There, Brad. Is yeah. it? Yeah, that couldn't possibly a, be their biggest single, could it? Not really a pun. It's not a double entendre. It's just you've just referenced a thing that exists in the world. 
That's still wasn't really with, clever. With a reference to the album we're discussing. Yeah. So it was mildly clever. Give me that. Not really. Okay. Opening song, everything's zen. It's, uh, I think it does really set the tone for the album. You know what you're in for. Distorted, grungy guitars. Post, did it come out post Kurt blowing his own head off? Released. Yeah, it did. So it came out 6th of December. And as we all know, Kurt did himself in in April. Or Courtney did it. But either way, he's dead. So this was recorded before he died. So you could still say during the grunge heyday, right, the peak, maybe not quite the peak, the denouement of grunge uh, before the full stop of the shotgun blast. Uh, Pow. So I look. I think I think it fits in quite nicely. I I remember loving it when it came out. And this first song, "Everything's In," I saw on a promo videotape. Yeah, that much. A promo VHS from a record store, and it had uh, four music videos on it. It opened up with. it did open with this actually. It was Everything's In, the music video, which was kind of weird. Then it had uh, Sober by Tool. And then it had, uh, what was that song, Shine? Who sang that one? Dun, 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's it. Had that, had that on it. And then one more, fuck, I don't know. It was kind of maybe some dancey thing. But I remember watching Everything's In, grew on me. And then the second song, Sober by Tool was revolutionary. But this one, it was one of those earworms, and it just kept getting in, and I just kept thinking, man, that guy's got a killer voice. And then the album came out, and uh, my brother bought it like a cunt <laughs> before me. And I was like, but you knew I wanted to get it. He's like, yeah, but I bought it. And I was like, oh, I've only got $30 this week, because that's what CDs used to cost kids, 30 whole dollars, and you had to go to an actual store. And my brother said he'd give me 16 stone. He had to drive in a car, and we lived in it. Fuck yeah. And it cost fuel. And you had to talk to somebody in the store and make eye contact and hand them this thing called cash. I think it's pronounced cash. Um, Fuel cost another 30 bucks to get there and back, you know. You're not speaking a word of the, the lie there, Dan. You're speaking all the truth. You're speaking... Jesus is truth. Uh, I lived in so town there. and I had to work, walk like it was 30, 40 Walking. minutes each way. Yeah. You, you mean they didn't have lime scooters? We didn't have lime scooters. We didn't have a fucking bus in Tipuki. Christ. Stone Age, mate. Tipuki, pronounced Tipuke for those that aren't in the know. Um, Tra- it translates where was it going with this? Shut up, it's mouldy. It translates to hill. And I lived there my whole life and did not see one fucking hill anywhere. It's very flat. It's just all kiwi fruit, mate. Yeah. Um fuck, where was I going with that long-winded story with no end? No, there you're was going a, nowhere very slowly. There's a there's usual. a let me cut in. Let me let me cut it. There was a band Can that I just you stop loved. you there. Can I just stop they you? They had there? one song. Um fuck, I should have done my research. Uh, it's like a Spaceman song. Spaceman. You, you oh, just, you just stopped me. You just cut into me, and then you said, let me say something, and then you said, I should have done my research. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Hey, welcome to the club. Um, I'm over 40. I, I, what can I say? Um, five KGBs in. Ah, uh, Space Hog. Fuck you, Dan. I got it. It's a Space Hog. What was their the big hit? You love Space Hog. What was their big hit? <laughs> in the meantime. Yes. So that song was also on the radio. And my brother told me I had to go out and buy Space Hog. And then we could trade. Right. So I went, I, I put my $30 fuel in my parents' car and I drove an hour to the shop and I gave my $30 of paper money to the man and I took my space hog and I played it because I only had one good song on it. I heard that one song and I went, yeah, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm happy to trade this to my bro. And then my brother was like being a big brother. Uh, Fuck you, Brad. I want to keep Bush. And I was like, but you said, uh, give me the deal with me. You know, and I just whined until he gave in. And then we swapped. And he had the shitty Space Hog album. And I got Bush. A revolutionary grunge Danny Moore album. Go, Dan. I'm done. Why don't you just buy what you wanted? Were you talking I, about the I don't song? Know. Is the song any fucking good? You're talking about traveling for about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's a good opener. I didn't say it was like, good. It sets the standard it, yes. for the album. You know what you're getting. Uh, it's up-tempo rock. It's grungy. It's got quite dirty guitars. Like They're kind of fuzzy guitars. Mm. They're not like silky smooth. Yeah. Silky smooth I mean, it's brown guitars. It's not amazingly produced, but you don't want it to be for grunge, right? It's, 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 it sounds like they funded it, it themselves. It sounds roomy. It sounds like they're kind of pretty live, pretty live sounding. It's yeah. like, I was listening to it in the headphones. It's not like they're on a grid 100% all the time. There's, I kind of heard people coming and going a little early and a little late in the timing, but it's, mm. it all comes out fine, like if you're being super particular. But then that's just, I don't know. It's, just the style of the recording. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just how it sounds. And it's I think it's jamming. Fine. It's got in it. It's got energy. It's got a solid drum sound. You know, everybody's there. It sounds like they're well rehearsed songs that they've had in their pocket for a while, as is the case with most debut albums. And uh, yeah, it sets it up. And then as soon as it kicks into the second song, "Swim," that same tone and sound continues, and you know you're in for a a What's the word I'm looking for? Like, a, you know, it's one of those when a, when an album overall is good, straight into the second song, it's it it all fits the same. You don't have to change the volume or the you know the bass settings or anything. It just sounds it, it flows. Momentum. Yeah. Mm. But um, for me, um, you you hear the first song, you know what you're getting for the rest of the album, but. It still has variety. It still has the slower songs. It still has the faster spot songs. It, uh, it, it rocks. It gets emotional. It's got variety, but it keeps yeah. their tone, the sound of their band. I didn't get bored for one second during this album. Quite no. happy with it. The, the one thing I really enjoyed listening to, I mean, back in 94, I was, you know, 14, 15, and this was, boom, this hit me right in the, right in the slot for that mid-teens rock. And I remember, you know, my well, it was fourth form, whatever fucking year that is, this is all we were talking about. All the cool kids had Bush's 16 stone. At least I thought they did. But back to our point on the, 
the flow of the album, I think the track listing makes almost makes the album. I think you chuck it on, everything Zen is the banger, swim and bomb. By the, the best way to describe it is I'm listening to the album. By the time I get sick of the sound or one of the songs is a little bit off, they throw back in the bang, like a real bang and hit song, right? You know, you go everything's in, which was uh, the lead single, Swim and Bomb. They're okay, but they, you know, kind of just sort of the same, samey rock. And you're like, okay, is this going to be the same thing? And then they just slam down Little Things, which is a insanely good song. Right, super catchy, good riff, and then you know there's another single again straight after that, and then it gets a bit boring, and then Machine Head jams back in, and then it gets a bit boring, and then Glycerine gets thrown in there. It's just it's well organized, well planned. Uh, I don't. I think it just sort of has the big hit songs, like I've got them as the epic songs. Come down, Machine Head, and Glycerine. That's got quite a few epics, and then the, the other songs are good. They're fine. They're just not. As good, you know? Yeah, they're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're there. They fill in. you got 50 minutes to fill in here. Come on, kids. They can't all be classics. Well, no, the, 40, the 45 second closer of Ex Girlfriend could have been left off, though, in all fairness, or put it in there as like a Nirvana styled secret track, you know, after five yeah, minutes of silence. I don't mind it because it's actually like, it's a fun little ditty. I don't mind it. I don't mind. I like it. It's a fun little song. It's not like full of shit noise that just fucking it's crap and get rid of it. Uh, It's a little, it's at least it's got a fucking chord progression and you sing along to it. No, it's essentially a chorus with no song, right? It's just a 45 second chorus and then it fucks off. Hmm. Should we write the chorus for it or the verse for it? Um, sure. So the words are, you only call me when you're down. So I think the next bit should be, fuck you, bitch. Just kidding. You're a cunt. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> hanging up now. Click. Yeah. Drum okay, solo. Kill yourself. Um, <laughs> they, suicide is a real thing, everybody. If you feel triggered by Dan's statement, please call the suicide hotline. This episode off. sponsored by Nooses Are Us. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off and die. <laughs> if that's where you're at, fuck off. Just kill yourself. Oh, the world's, world's overpopulated. <clears throat> Go call a suicide upline. I'm not interested. You're mm. bullshit. Jesus. That's it. It's not, it's not our problem to, like, coach people out of doing themselves in. They can call a specialist. I'm On we go. Back to the album. Yeah. Um, though, the thing about Bush for me, though, is they were never a top-tier band. Like, you know, it was Alice in Chains. They were totally a top-tier band. What are you talking about? No, they sold, this album sold like 14 million records in the US. It sold squillions around the world. But for me, it was, they were never. All right, on your radar. Edgy enough to be. Sorry, the Dan radar. In the the territory of uh, like Alice in Chains, who are a band that I kind of only like a few songs, to be honest. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But it was. A, it was so wait, are you putting you're putting Alice Bush and Alice in Chains on the same tier, or are you putting Alice in Chains above Bush? I'm putting Alice clarity. in Chains at the cool kids table, and and oh. at the cool kids table. But Bush never made it to the cool kids table for me. They were always, for some reason, Man. not quite the cool kids. Well, they're British. They're, they're British, aren't they? You can't be cool if you're British. 
Yeah, it'd be cool if you're from the States. Yeah. There was always some funky stuff with Gavin Rodsdale. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would guess... rate Bush much higher than Alice in Chains. Yeah, Alice in Chains too, had, a, cu- but they had cool. a couple of songs, <laughs> but Bush, yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean, they're a dirtier, more sort of rock, I guess. So, yeah. But you but have Alice to admit Chains, that Bush. Alice in Chains always had a hit song every album and kind of kept it going until Fuckface shot himself. What did he do here in over there? No, he, the band just, he was in, uh, what's his name, Lane Staley, all heavy drugs. And so they just left him to his thing. And then he didn't die till like 20, I was about to say 2012, but it's probably like 2004 or something in there. Mm. Way anyway, after the I still don't anyway. think they're the cool kids. Bush? Yeah, they were. No. Yeah. All right. And then they never That's sort fine. of really did it again. Did they? Like they kind of faded into the background. They faded out. No way. Bush came back. They had a fucking kick-ass album, uh, which is the title I can't remember. They had the Sound of Winter was the song. Off it. I think it was some, one of their best fucking albums. Yeah. Well, so good. Think, none of them, like they didn't sell as many records. The singles weren't as big. Like maybe if you're a fan and you're following it, but for yeah, me, they just went fan, into the distance. Sure. Uh, into the yeah, distance if you're a fan and... for sure, but I think they're – um, fuck, what was it called? I'll, I'll look it up. Sound of Winter was one of their biggest singles they ever had. Probably. Huh. Um, anyway, I mean, continue. I can be wrong. It does ha- well, it doesn't happen. But I would say Never. that Chemicals Between Us, I heard that song. I thought that's a fucking that's a great song. song. Bush who got just bangers all the way through. They didn't have, I've, I've sort of kept up with Bush. They've been one of like my in the background bands again, not top tier, as you say, but just in the mix. Yeah. Maybe just outside the top 10. Disagreeing with me when I say they're not at the cool kids table. You know they're not at the cool cool. kids table. They're not at the cool kids table. Just because Gavin didn't shoot himself in the face. They turn up at events and they say you have to go through the black back back door. (laughs) Did I say black? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta gotta come in the back door. You gotta go through the back with the colored folk. Uh, if you feel triggered by Dan's statement, please call 800 Black Folk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing research while I'm supposed to be talking. I wanted to get like the sales numbers of um, Sea of Memories, it was called. Anyway, oh. continue with our line of questioning. Anyway, singles. Better get going. Singles. God, you wasted everything's in minutes talking about traveling in cars. Um, they come That's down. How long it took to get anywhere? Apparently, "Come Down" was like the first song he ever wrote. Oh, Gavin Rossdale. Gavin Rossdale wrote all the songs. He's a hit-making machine. This boy, isn't he? he and glycerine. Come back down. As I say, glycerine was a standout track for me. That was like I heard that and I went, "Wow, it's it's grungy, but it's a pretty song." Yeah, and it's just simple and. It stood out for its simplicity at the time where every band was trying to be gang gang. Yeah. I remember it hitting hard. It was good. It was a good hit single for sure, though it's kind of been the curse for Gavin Rosdale and that every subsequent album, like every one of them, has a rewritten version of Glycerine. Almost just identical. A few different chords, but that same distorted, heartfelt electric guitar on its own and then some strings. He does it on every album and you can you just sit there going, 
oh, Gavin, oh, Gavin, don't rewrite it again. And then the album comes out and you're like, oh, I wonder which track's going to be the glycerine rewrite. And sure enough, like track eight, nine or ten will be the, uh, the glycerine rewrite. And if you don't believe me, go and listen to a song called Bone Driven by Bush. It is glycerine part two off one of their albums. And it's a fine example of what I'm trying to explain. I think Metallica are up to three versions of the Unforgiven now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have to give it to Glycerine, though. It is like the most bone dead, um, overused chord progression in the history of the world as well. Like it's the same oh, chord sure. um, a million songs. Like when I come around, and it's if you've ever seen those dudes that do all the Coldplay songs and they just like every song's the same, they just change the key, maybe the uh-huh. tempo a little bit, but it's the same song over and over again. Glycerine's one of those. But- Songs. But you know what? These guys are making millions of dollars, so we're missing a trick if we already know the chords. Mm. Mm. All right, that was kind of it for singles, eh? Like they uh, come down. Machine Head, I remember when that came out, was that was a great song, right? I think that's probably, for me, the best song on the album, and we get it's a notch above Glycerine. Just as a bit more energy, unexpected chord sequence. But just a banger, absolutely. Is it Machine Head? Fuck! What's wrong with how did you not the chord progression? I don't know. It's just it's just something different. That's what I'm saying. It's not like your glycerine, which is the one everybody uses. I don't know. What are the chords? Some bar chords going up the frets. Well, that's. I mean, do you want me to I say I thought you were going to say and... something like, I thought you'd have something to back that up. But no, it's just no. a statement. When... Well, who, do you th- who do you think you're podcasting with? Someone who does their research? Yes. No. No. Okay. Machine. Um, I just sit here and Google everything I'm going to say. What? And pe- Should I be and doing this podcast sit- with Google? People sit there and go, oh, it's, okay, it's, it's an E. An A sharp, a C sharp minor, an A and an E. That's the chorus. And uh, A sharp, C sharp minor, A. It sounds like E minor to me. No, it's an E straight, according to azchords.com. This is a podcast about listening to Brad Google song chords. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. It's an A, it's an E, a C sharp. Oh, fuck, I don't know. There's some chords in there, and they're all power chords slash fifths. C sharp, A, E, B, D sharp, F, F sharp minor. Stick that in your chord hole and smoke it. Sounds like G. C sharp. uh, Like you've got perfect pitch. Fucking hell. I'm talking about, I know the diatonic scale. Um, Okay, carry on. Oh, no, I pushed the button now. Everything's gone haywire. Uh, shit. We're so professional. Alien. Why wasn't that a single? That was like, that was like, for me, that was the banger song of the album. Like, yeah, oh, too slow. It's like a beautiful ballad. Yeah, I think it's the big finish on the album. It's not a single. I was a record company mogul. If I was a record company mogul, singles. I'd be like, 
13-year-old girls are going to just slip off their seats when they hear that one. Like a gushing waterfall. Is that what you're saying? Little 13, maybe 12-year-old girls. Oh, no. Just (laughs) possibly 11. Okay, I'm out. Pulling the plug. I'm I'm pulling the plug at your your line of discussion. Uh, That's that's bargain. 12 and a half. (laughs) Let's. How about we move on? So Spotify plays. All right. So I'm not I'm not going to prison for your um what's the most played your song views of the world <laughs> off the album? Glycerine yeah. by far. Yeah, 144 million. Woo! And then the big the time. next one you got Machine Head with like 80 close yeah. enough to 87, 86 and a half. Yeah. Good call. Um and then Zen, I suppose. 50 million for Come Down, 34 mm. for Zen. Wow. And the rest is Surprising. kind of trash, like one or two. Yeah, twos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, top three is all we care about, right? Uh, Alien, two and a half. So way down. Oh, yeah, almost nothing. What a and then ex- ex-girlfriends, just under a million. So mm. kind of blows mm. me away, that one. Now, Gavin. He's a beautiful mm. man. He's a beautiful He's man. a good-looking man. Still is. Still is. He's holding up mm. good. He is. Yeah. His, his voice is great. His hair's great. What a cunt. Yeah. But he was married to uh, He was married to the bouncy chick from No Doubt, wasn't he? Gwen Stefano. Mm. You want to so, find the worst video on YouTube before you get into your story. Look up Gwen Stefani singing Glycerine with Gavin Rosdale at a live concert. Oh, oh my God. They, thems was ground for divorce. She wasn't much of a singer, was she? Like, Well, it's all, she's a character singer, right? Yeah, she's a character. Anyway, so Gavin, he fucked up their awesome. marriage. He fucked up their marriage. He, um, oh, yeah. He, he banged the nanny. He was rooting the nanny for three years, apparently. This is all unconfirmed speculation and rumor. Oh, you right. But you're putting put it, it out there in a podcast like it's the truth, right? You're just, yeah. just dragging his good name through the dirt. Gavin's screwing his, his hearsay nanny. Probably didn't even have a nanny. So they had a nanny and her name was Mindy Man. She's a nanny for three years. She looked after their precious little children, Zuma, Apollo, and Kingston. And then... <laughs> Yeah, great names, eh? They're all going to be mm. happy. Rich, and, rich um, people naming their kids. And then one of the other nannies discovered nude photos of Mindy and sexual texts that uh, between her and um, Gavin and and the mm. other nanny. Because you got to have more than one nanny. You got three kids. Oh, of course. And so the other nanny brought the texts and the dirty, dirty pictures of Mandy to Gwen and. Um, and then Gavin tried to dismiss the text as flirtation. And apparently he kept this bullshit going for a, quite a few months. <laughs> he yeah, finally flirtation. admitted that. Uh, apparently he finally admitted it after months later. <laughs> and neither of them talked about still it publicly. Counts, Gavin. Mm. Apparently they still on talking terms and, you know, keep it together for the kids and stuff. Well, you know what? Like if you're writing grungy music, right, there's an element of melancholy and depression to all good grunge, right? You can't write happy grunge songs. 
So he was just too happy. Had his beautiful wife and his millions of dollars and his three beautiful kids with fucked up names and his multiple nannies. And he just thought, I'm not getting it. I'm not having any hits. You know, I've been off the charts. For, I've been off the charts for fucking years, Gwen. He, does he talks he like talk fucking like, Ringo no, Starr. He, he <laughs> talks posh. Yes. And oh. English, don't you know? Oh, no, English, I looked it up. Know, Gwen? Mindy, 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 man. She was quite a cutie. She was a little blonde cutie there. Like, I was, what, do you think the other <laughs> nanny got jealous? He was banging the other nanny too. Oh, maybe. Maybe all the nannies got together and took rude pictures just to frame him. If this was a true crime podcast, that's what would have happened. Oh, it sounds like he's the victim in all this. Oh, Gwen, I am the victim here. Pass the tea and crumpets, please. I'm going to write a fantastic album now that we've broken up. <laughs> now that, Thank goodness that she more... didn't find out I was fucking all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, you remember anyway. Arnold Schwarzenegger? He was mm. got caught he banging the nanny. the nanny, and she was not the most attractive Horrendous. Woman on the planet. No, she looked like, um, yeah. I mean, no offense to her, but she, yeah, she wasn't a model. She was like the maid on Family Guy, that Mexican maid on Family Guy. Yes, no, yes, no, Mister, yeah. Mister Schwarzenegger, no. And then when Weird. the world found out, they all went, what, her? Like, no one was like, he's having and a, he had a no super hot wife. Yeah. yeah terrible. They got a super hot wife. Yeah. And they go for the, the horrible looking um, maid. Uh, oh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Uh, so yeah, when Hugh you. Hugh Grant. And he got that. Oh, what was that? Oh, that yeah. was grotty. Divine. Divine something. Yeah. That was the um, she was embarrassing divine. bit. Oh, she was mm. divine. <laughs> well, that's the irony, right? Um, when you put this, you take the shiny CD that you bought when you were 16 years old and you shove it into the slot of your CD player and it catches it and it sucks it in and then automatically plays track one after spinning up and getting up to speed. And the music starts playing. Duh, 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 of everything mm. seen, right? Great start. How often are you reaching for the skip button once this album starts? I, mean, I got no filler songs on this one. I got None. my epic, I got my decent, I got my mm. filler songs, and, and, and I've got no filler songs on this al- album. They're all either epic or decent. Nice. Even, ex, even ex-girlfriend. No, don't mind it. Fun no, little songs. Nice. Yeah, I definitely, uh, so you're not skipping at all. You're just, you're playing it from start to finish. Yeah. I mean, that's, I would, there's solid. probably like songs you would go, oh, it's not the good one. I'll just skip it to the hit, but it's not a bad yeah. song. Like a lot of the time you just let it go by. There's nothing yeah, right. offensive. Okay. Yeah. Nothing where you're like, you? ooh, this has pulled me out of it. Ah. Like I said earlier, I hadn't really listened to this album front to back since high school, to be fair. Like the tracks come up on shuffle every now and again, mostly Machine Head. That always gets thrown at you. And I was pleasantly surprised just sticking it in the car. And it's, you know, it's a killer driving album. It's just every song, one after the other, was like loving it. Um, I guess it it would slightly depend on your mood, right? You're not going to put Bush on unless you're in the right mood because you know it's all just gavin's voice 
you know, Gavin's and he's got that in the mood. Yeah, <sighs> that raspy Mindy. Gavin voice. But mm. every time, every single time, I'm skipping one song. I'm not listening to ex girlfriend. So it's yeah. it's a one skipper. Yeah, uh, it's a very So it's not a killer, it's, though, is it? Yeah, no, it's not a killer. But like I said, it should be a it should be a hidden song after Alien. I reckon. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it's a, a one skipper, mate. That's that comes fucking highly, uh, highly recommended. I got, I got six epic songs. Everything's in, little things, come down, machine head, glycerine, and aliens. That's six out of twelve songs are epic. Well, yeah, but you're essentially and the, rest are all right. the five singles. So your epics are the five singles. So they chose well, and then Alien is yeah, like a, a great ballad. So yeah, sweet. The others are what I would call maybe not filler, but you're definitely waiting for the next hit song. I, yeah, I think. All right, not though, with but... reaching for the skip. Yeah. Yeah. That would be intense mm. listening though. If it's just on the background, you're just gonna forget it though, aren't you? And let it run all the way through. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You could easily put this on in the background. But I think I personally prefer the second album to this one. I really like uh Razor Blade Suitcase. Found it was a bit deeper, hot, more harsh production. So they did get Albini to do the follow up. And it sounds Can I stop a lot you there? Like... Can I stop you there? Like, oh. what album were we reviewing there? I mean, really? Honestly. Razor Blade Suitcase. Oh, right. You don't want me to talk about the second one? Future episode of the podcast? Oh. Fuck you. We don't do bands twice. What? What? Yes, we do. You told, no you told me off. There's no rules? Okay, that's great. Well, we'll do that in the future then. Yeah. What the hell are you talking Fine. about another album for? Well, it's just saying, I like the next one better. It's the second album. We can talk about future albums. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to upset you. I'm sorry. You have. You have. You out of 10 months, how many months out of 10 would you lie to your wife about banging the mar- man- nanny to rape yourself? That's how we're going to. 10 months uh, or like one month? You how how long can I'm, you hold out? I, I do like secret? this album. I I could, I would hide that terrible secret for, oh, I'm going to say eight and a half months, mate. You know, I'm getting I'm very close to the nine month mark. I really enjoy this album. Eight and a half. I would lie to my wife for yeah, eight months. Easy. It's a good album, yeah. isn't it? They're not Sweet. the cool kids, but they made a bloody good album. They did. They did. Yeah. So we're, we're almost close. Here comes a lot of cat meowing. You ready for it? Oh, he's quiet. He must, must know I'm podcasting. You're making a lot of noise. Wow. No, he's stopped him. now. <laughs> Just came in the door. All right. Well, that's the end of Butch's um, fucking 16 stone. Maybe that was the weight of the nanny. Yeah, what was? What does 16 stone stand for? It's the the weight of Gavin's big manly balls. Write these songs. Because 12 stone's quite heavy. 12 stone's the average man, isn't it? I don't know, stone, mate. We were on the fucking metric system. All right. And Until Gavin's quite a 
thin bloke. So 16 stone is the weight of Gavin banging the nanny on a set of metric scales. Computer. Yeah, that, that sounds about right to me. Yep. So Gavin's scrawny man ass and the maid and one messed up, sweaty, juicy pile. Okay. Well, I think we've sorted that mystery out. I think someone can update Wikipedia and put that fact in there. Excellent. Excellent. Until right. next time, stay pointless and confused. <laughs>